Hello, welcome to Henry Weston's Old Mate, the podcast. Now, we are going to be in the multiverse as we speak at the moment, as we're time traveling through uh, a random kind of space-time continuum. We've got our Zoom meeting, we've got our flux capacitor at the ready, and we're moving uh, across across that, that time zone. So where we are at the moment is we are speaking in 2023, but we are going to be sharing some recordings and some vignettes and some thoughts and ideas about the charity run that we embarked on on the 17th of December. So just introduce that Stu and Dean are with us today. Hello, both. Hello, Philip. Hello, mate. Good to see you. Um, so just the idea and the setup really for everybody um, is that we thought we'd be able to get a podcast out of doing the run, basically, that we did. Um, obviously, everyone knows that everyone that listens regularly, sorry, um, knows that um, the 17th or is it the 18th of December? Which one is it, Stu? Is the sobriety date? The 18th. Yeah, the 18th, the 18th is, is when it rolls into. Yeah, I had a drink yeah. on the 17th. I had a few drinks on the 17th. So it's the 18th is the sobriety day. There we go. Um, not this year is what he means. <laughs> <if it happened. laughs> this year. So. Um, this year marked uh, five years sobriety for Stu, so congratulations on that. Um, obviously, every year since you've been sober, you've kind of um, acknowledged the date, celebrated it by doing by giving back, essentially, uh, through various different activities. This year, we've decided, or you decided, that we're going to do the run for cancer, um, 28 miles in 24 hours over seven legs of four miles each. You can do the maths at home and work that out, but we've got that off pat now. Um, and yeah, so we decided that we were going to record as we went along just to get the idea, just kind of share what we were thinking. Um, so that was that. As I proposed that to you all of, uh, you know, when you're in your darkest moments and you're on your own to record, any thoughts that you were, you guys were thinking, worried about what you were going to say, anything that you're not quite that we haven't heard yet that might come out in this podcast. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, for me, um, it didn't. It really never. It didn't hit home. Um, the the physical side, and we discussed it, hadn't we? I think when we talked before, um, I, I I didn't I didn't think it was going to be a physical challenge, and I think you're probably. From a couple of, I think after the first or the second run, the first run and the, for the first walk, my 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 legs were already aching, and I was starting to worry that, uh, you know, how we're going to get on. And I just, it became abundantly obvious that I hadn't done anything like I'd done the physical prep, but when the when the day came along, I just bumbled along through it, and I didn't do things right. We'll we'll get through to that, but. We'll get through um, on to that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. So, Dean, worried about what you're about to hear? Oh, I don't. I mean, I hope not. I, I, you should I be. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> there was. <coughs> excuse me. There was a. There was a bit of drivel in there at some point. I think when it got into the the later hours of everything, I just I just started mumbling more. You know, I think the the sleep deprivation, the tiredness side of it, I found harder than anything. Um, yeah. That and every corner that we turned where we seemed to hit the iciest wind known to man. Um, yeah. 
and and I, I'm no and no doubt at some point we'll talk about the darkness of the two a.m. run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay yeah. then. So, without further ado, we'll Excuse roll the tape so that everyone can hear kind of our individual thoughts as we went through each of the uh, each of the runs and a couple of uh, kind of late night kind of discussions where we got everybody together, and we'll see you on the other side. See you there. Oh, just a long day or two, fun with our Phil. About two miles into a little, what I said was going to be three miles, but with my maths, it's probably going to be about four. We've set off about 10 minute miles, which is probably what we'd be aiming at on the run. It's first run of the day, Phil, so it's probably, how are you feeling, mate? Yeah, feeling all right. I think I'm a bit tired from the jet lag. <laughs> Again, I'm over to this country, so I'm acclimatizing nice and early. Um, <laughs> So a couple of days ahead of the big event. But yeah, no, feeling, feeling all right. This is fairly comfortable. If it feels like this the whole time, I think we'll be all right, feeling okay. But I'm sure it's not going to feel like this at 10 o'clock at night, 2 o'clock in the morning. But we can but hope. Yeah. Temperature's about 3 or 4 degrees, but it feels all right, Phil, doesn't it? feels all right. I think if, the, if we end up on a day where there's a bit of wind, it'll cut through. <laughs> but um, at the moment, this feels nice. Yeah. Check back in at the end. So I'm just back from a run with Stu. He's asked me just to record a little bit, just to see, it's kind of give some thoughts really around um, what I'm thinking ahead of uh, the big run on Saturday. So a few days before, me and Stu went out this afternoon for uh, about three miles, just first run that we've ever run together. Um, so that was quite nice, just to work out each other's pacing and have a little bit of a chat. Obviously, it was the um, the day I'm recording this, the day me and Stu went out for a run was the day after Stu's dad's funeral. Um, so it gave us a bit of time to reflect on that as well, just kind of how it went, how we feel about it. Um, just kind of share share some feelings, compare notes around, um, I don't know, how, how we feel about our, our, our dad's funerals and where that leaves us now and looking forward to the future and, and that sort of thing. So it's kind of um, yeah, it was good just to ha have that time to have a have a chat, really, um, and just thoughts turning to kind of the importance of what we're what we're doing on Saturday. So the twenty eight miles, twenty four hours, um, the money that we've raised, which as it stands at the moment is about just over, just ticked over fifteen hundred pounds. Um, so which is just great when you think about the cost of living crisis and. Uh, Christmas is coming and you know people are just tight for cash which is you know completely understandable but you know the fives and the tens all add up as well as the occasional kind of really really generous three-figure donations that we've had as well so really grateful to people for doing that we've also thought about where the money's going to go and the charities that we're we're going to support there's a couple of local charities that were involved with our with our dads um so hospice and a chemotherapy unit and and those sorts of things so um we'll we'll give more details about that when, once we've cut the cake accordingly and uh, we'll share that across socials but quietly optimistic um about saturday so friday is tomorrow we're going to have a bit of a a day off a proper rest i'm not going down the whole carbo loading thing but you know, it'll be important to get an early night tomorrow night because I've got to be up at five for a six o'clock run on Saturday morning. So 
on the whole, I think I'm feeling optimistic. We're, we're going to finish it. We're going to do it. That would be great. Um, how much agony it's going to be will be interesting on Monday, Tuesday, when I'm walking around like Douglas Bader or whoever. Um, but uh, the the night runs are the ones that are causing me a bit of, not anxiety, that's not the right word, but you know, getting up at or going out for a run at 10 o'clock in the evening is not something that I've done very often. Definitely not at two o'clock in the morning. Um, and then when you count up the, the accumulated tiredness and the sleep deprivation and the fact that, you know, just socializing with two people for a long period of time, um, you know, I get on very well with Dean and Stu, but, you know, it's it's human nature that there will be a time when somebody irritates somebody and it's just like just managing to keep a lid on it for a period of time just so that nobody falls out. I'm not necessarily worried about that massively, but um, it will play a part in the experience. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking on the uh, the the big run Eve Eve. So Thursday night and yeah looking forward to it we might post some more on socials as we lead up and you can go back and look at those because this will be released after the run um but so far so good and um yeah catch you soon morning everyone it's 5 13 phil's asked us to record some little voice memos so this will be the first one on the day of the run i haven't slept wonderfully well but I have got some sleep. Probably tried to go to bed a bit too early, to be honest. Woke up feeling a bit croaky, possibly snoring a bit too much. Um, got my kit on. It's cold out there. It looks frosty. I'm going for the grippy, uh, grippy shoes. They're a bit muddy. But yeah, WhatsApp group's already firing, so the boys are up. No one's going to miss the alarm. Don't really know how I feel. All the clothes feel a little bit tight, so the uh, pre-run bulking has probably been successful. But it's a leggings kind of a day. So, yeah, let's see how this first one goes. Morning. It's the big day. It's Saturday morning. It's 5.08. I'm dressed, ready to go. Well, not quite ready to go. I'm having a coffee and drink and having a uh, what might look like an attempt at stretching but really I'm just bending over um, that doesn't sound great but you know what I mean um, oh, I didn't sleep at all um, and I thought I wouldn't sleep because I would be worried about waking up and you know what everybody does when they've got an early morning flight for holiday or something like that you just you just wake up every hour that wasn't quite the case for me last night I sometimes suffer from really jumpy legs uh, when I go to sleep and it's been a while since I've had that but last night it was like Michael Flatley on speed my legs were going like you wouldn't believe it was just really uncomfortable I had to get up three or four times just to walk around um, so I reckon I went to sleep probably around about two something like that two o'clock uh, and the alarm went off at, at 10 to 5, so... Um, but, you know, there's plenty of time for sleep later on. Sleeping's cheating, as they say. Um, not sure that I agree. Um, but no, big day ahead. Um, both 
both the boys a text to say that they're up and they're awake. Um, I won't let you know what Dean's doing. I'm sure he'll share it on his pod. Um, and we'll, yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna leave shortly, scrape the ice off the car, and we'll get over to Stu's. And I think we're each gonna record something before and after, and we'll try and put this together in a podcast. So if you're listening to it, then we succeeded in that bit. Um, but yeah, kind of looking forward to it, although a little bit worried now about the lack of sleep. But we'll uh, we'll see how that pans out over the day. So yeah, wishes luck. So here we are. It's day of the run. I've been asked to give some final thoughts as I sit in the car at twenty past five, ready to go and uh, get up to Stew's. Um, a little bit nervous. So I think it's a bigger thing than probably we all realised. The um, jumping in and out of the runs um, mentally I think I'm fine I, I know I can do it, I know we can all do it but physically I'm hoping that the the, uh, the body holds up because it has a habit of not doing it um, but we are where we are so let's get out there, let's give it a go, it's all for a good cause um, celebrating Stu's five year sobriety and obviously in the process raising some money for Cancer, which is a fantastic charity to raise for. So, yeah, let's uh, let's have it. Come here, Dave Gibb. How was it, mate? Uh, very enjoyable. Thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to uh, run with you, Stuart. <laughs> Suzanne, enjoy that. Lovely way to spend a Saturday morning. Yeah, Sammy Killip, how was it? Well, you know, fell yeah. over, Army got a little well. scrape on the, uh, got a war wound. Talk us through the fall quickly while well, we're here. I'm going to have a strong word with the council, I think, because <laughs> I fell down a pothole. It wasn't even the ice, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, James, how was that, mate? Thanks very, for joining us. No, thanks for letting me join you. Very enjoyable. Um, well done, Dean, on his break on the first run. <laughs> Dean, um, Dean had a poo. <laughs> thanks. Phil's here. How was it, Phil? Yeah, it was good. It's, it's actually really nice to have, you know, the seven of us started at six o'clock. So that's actually quite motivating to start us, start us off. We've got seven down, six to go. Uh, so it'll slowly count down. Pretty good. Feeling all right. And Dean Oliver, the man who's lost the most weight on this yeah. run. How was that, mate? I feel about 10 pounds lighter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I'm going to be like a whippet in the next one. <laughs> that, <laughs> last leg one done. Well done, everyone. Just back from leg one, 6.37. We set off a couple of minutes early because everyone arrived. Felt good, 10-minute miles. Nice little warm down. Thank you to Suzanne, James, Dave and uh, Sam. Came along. How do I feel? Good. Much better, actually. Get the first one out of the way. Felt good. Quads feeling a little bit, a little bit tight, but apart from that... Really good. It was lovely to see everyone. Nice to run in a group. Probably wore a few too many clothes, but that's not the end of the world. So I'm just back from that first run. Um, man, it was uh, it was cold to start with. Uh, lots and lots of frost on the uh, on the ground, so we were slipping around quite a bit. But uh, no, it was all right. It was all right. There were seven of us out, which is, I think, I hadn't expected that. I wasn't aware that, that there were going to be as many of us. So that was actually quite motivating for me. Um, you know, I don't talk an awful lot, um, contrary to how I am on the podcast. Um, but uh, it, it was good to have some some people there, some, you know, some decent runners. 
Um, so they were kind of setting the pace for us, which was good. Um, and it was just good to have a, a bit of a light-hearted run around as we'd started. So yeah, feeling all right. I've driven home now. I'm going to uh, have some proper food now um, and yeah, get out my running kit, put my onesie on. It's an image for you. Um, and yeah, just settle down, maybe even have a little nap before we set out to leave for uh, about half past nine for the uh, for the walk which i think again is going to be full of full of people so that'll be that'll be good and then after that i think we're yeah into the into the big challenge so we'll see how my how my attitude is and motivation morale is as we uh, as we get there so yeah good start good to get points on the board uh good to get around safely and uh yeah see you on the next one so first run thoughts uh yeah it was quite good it was nice to have some decent support from decent people um ellis gibby killip and Wu. and i think the three of us just found quite a nice rhythm with everyone around um i think obviously it was daunting getting started because of what's ahead but i think having those having those four come with us has really made a bit of a difference so yeah um walking at 10 Next one at two, so going home now for a bit of refueling, but so far so good. I finished the walk, just recorded some thoughts. You can probably hear this gun thing going in the background, just trying to work the muscles on my legs, which are actually quite sore, so hopefully this will work. Um, lovely walk, yeah, now we're into the running, so let's see how we get on. We'll check back in after the two o'clock. Right, so leg two thoughts, uh, the walking one now that it's done. Um, surprisingly, that's taken a lot more out of my legs than I thought it would have. Um, I, I didn't feel bad really after leg one, but after leg two now, my legs are starting to just feel a little bit sluggish, probably because we were out there for an hour and a half, you know, constantly on them for that period of time. Uh Obviously, we've still got a long way to go. They don't feel terrible, so I'm still feeling pretty positive about everything. Just, um, yeah, roll on the next run at 2pm. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So it's uh, 1.20 on Saturday afternoon. Um, I, uh, I've had a decent lunch um, but getting ready to head over to Stu's and I'll be staying there after this one. So I'm kind of quite pleased about that because um, just the driving cuts into the recovery time a little bit and that hasn't been an issue so much this morning, but I think as the day goes on, it probably will do. Um, I'm starting to feel pretty tired now. I said earlier on that I hadn't slept a great deal and already I've done, I've only done eight miles of the 28 and I feel really sleepy and sluggish. Um, but there wasn't enough time to kind of have a decent lunch and um, kind of get myself sorted and have a decent nap. So I'm hoping I'll be able to do a bit of that a bit later on. Um, so we're going out for a run at two o'clock. Um, so we should be back by three by the time I get changed and stuff. Should all be good, and we'll just see if my if my eyes get heavy and uh, I can go off for a nap. But I'm starting to feel a little bit um, 
yeah tired and grouchy so we'll see if that actually <laughs> comes out when I'm talking to Stu and Dean a bit later on hopefully I can uh, yeah not be irritable and just kind of get on with what we need to do um, and actually yeah just kind of kind of been motivating again just looking at the like the walk was really good so many people came to join us um, which is lovely got the dogs out as well so that was fab but in coming back you know we've now cracked the two thousand pounds donated onto GoFundMe plus there's a little bit of cash knocking around um, that stuff that's been handed to, to Stu Dean or I um, so you know that's that's just really positive really grateful so um, yeah we'll uh, I'll come back and chat after either after straight after the next one or just before the uh, the six o'clock one alrighty okay so thoughts on leg three um yeah not overly bad i'm surprised that it was as comfortable as it was given the uh the sluggishness of my legs from the the walking leg but everything seemed to be okay um i think spirits are still really high which is good i think with it being only three though that's that's to be expected i can imagine over the um the next few it's going to start you know that doubts creeping in um but i think we can get through it i'm still feeling really confident um i'm looking forward to the next one because we'll then we'll be past halfway yeah all, all good so run uh four thoughts very quickly just before we start number five um four was quite good felt quite comfortable legs um still surprisingly moving the way i hoped they would um, struggling to get warm now, if, um, where the temperature's so low, and we're you know we're out there and sweating, and the cold hits you quite quickly. I'm just struggling to get warm. Uh, other than that, I feel okay. Let's see how the next one goes. The three shitters, but um, yeah, we've got this. All right. Well, this part of the podcast is. Um kind of halfway through our challenge so you've heard a little bit from the three of us doing little voice notes as we've gone along just giving you an idea of how we're feeling individually and just kind of vomiting our thoughts into the phone and stuff um but we're we're at halfway or we've just gone past halfway we've done four of the challenges me and Stu are left in the house having had a bit of food Dean's not here with us at the moment he's got uh, family commitments which is uh, you know that's how it works and we're just really grateful that he's able to support the uh, each and every uh, run in the way that he has so we'll give him a little bit of leave and a pass on this one without uh, pulling his uh, pulling his leg or his plonker or his testicles <laughs> or his testicles <laughs> Um, so, but we we thought we'd just give a, a few more minutes rather than just a um, uh, a couple of seconds into a voice note on the phone. We thought we'd just set up the uh, the speaker and just yeah give you an idea of how how we're doing. So, Stu, um, firstly, let's talk about physical. How are you doing physically? Do you know <coughs> first three Phil went really well. Um, just a side, quick side note. I had that. I've been on antibiotics, haven't I, for a week? Got rid of this bit of an infection, and I feel like I'm coming down with something else. But that's a, that's another thing. Physically, really good. Three, little bit of calf problems as we walked up the back way, having completed the four miles for this fourth run. Uh, as soon as we hit the incline, 
uh, my quads were singing a little bit. Uh, they are certainly letting me know that I've, we've, you know, we've ran 12 miles and walked another four. Yeah. Uh, I'm certainly feeling that. Um, but as I said in my little video on Facebook and Twitter, they should probably be hurting now. The most I've ever run in one go in a day was 16 miles. We didn't expect it to be easy. Maybe, maybe run three lulled me into a little false sense of security because I felt very good with very little aches. I certainly, I'm certainly understanding the physical challenge of this uh of what we're doing now yeah yeah and i, I kind of um, yeah there with you i've got a tight calf which i just want to manage properly um kind of hamstrings and quads and back and stuff seem to be okay my, my calves are the thing that are giving me the greatest concern just because earlier in the year anybody that listened to one of our previous episodes i badly tore my calf earlier this year so i just want to manage that properly um the other thing that we keep saying but we're not actually doing is um the the speed is i think we we, we just i think we just get carried away with the the occasion and the people that are with us so dean is kind of naturally a bit quicker than us and we've had a few other people join us who are you know elite level runners um i'm going to include suzanne in that because she's uh <laughs> she ran a marathon this year i don't know if anybody knows um but actually, it, it's keeping the tone really light. We're not kind of wallowing on, in our own tiredness and our misery and stuff. And actually, yeah. it's keeping attitudes and morale nice and high. And actually, I think without that, we would be in a different place for sure. Um, but the speed is probably just giving us f- food for thought with uh, we, feeling it in our legs. We suggested, I mean, my natural speed on the... My natural speed is probably 10, 10 on the flat. I don't do a lot of my running on the flat, uh, but it has been what I would suggest is, is my pace today. But we probably, I know I know in a conversation the three of us had, we thought that the, probably the best way to manage it would be try to aim for 11-minute miles, which would seem phenomenally slow. Um, I'm certainly not at breaking point at all with how my legs feel but I I, d- I guess it's that sort of rock and a hard place I'd rather get these runs done I'm going at what I would consider my normal pace would a minute a mile have relieved much I don't know we probably won't know now because no. I, I mean these aren't going to get any looser no. could that could I have kept them fresher for one more run by going at 11 I don't know um yeah, and I think that there is something to be said, and I think, I think quite a few people would probably agree that if you've got a natural groove, a natural rhythm, and you try and slow that down, you're actually probably going to, I don't know, compensate or cause potentially cause an injury by not going at what is an, a naturalish pace. Yeah. So, um, you know, while we've while I've just posited a theory around, you know, I was going too quick, and that's the reason for our muscles, we've also just blown it out of the water and shut up, Phil. Just, just keep, <laughs> just keep running. Um, all right, so um, that's kind of the physical side of things. Before I move on to kind of the mental, how you how do you feel like you're coping with the fueling? Because it, actually, we've got this. There's a temptation to come in after doing four miles, and if you'd have just done four miles, and that's it for the day, you'd just maybe have a, a snack on something, yeah. and that's it. But there's a temptation to kind of eat everything that's in the house. I did that. I did that between 
between one and two and two and three, I did that. Um, not the right things. Yeah. And then felt very... No, I didn't feel bloated on run three, um, but I'd eaten too much. So between three and four, I had some Pringles, had an apple, I had a banana and possibly something else. An ice cream. An ice cream, yeah, a small ice cream. But no... And that was better. Um, I certainly didn't go off feeling like I had a load of food rolling around. But we have just had pizza and fried chicken. And I, I needed that, I've got to be honest. So perhaps it's, I don't know if it's the right thing to do, but it seems that maybe something substantial between every second run. I know we have been told by people who know more than us, haven't we, that, this, the, that we are now into the territory where we need to make sure we're fueling um, yeah. I guess any fuel is better than no fuel, possibly. Yeah, no, no, it, yeah, absolutely. Calories and um, carbs and protein, as well as the fluids, are obviously going to be important. But th- there is something to be said about you know y- you can fill up on carbs by eating crisps, or you can fill up on carbs by eating the right real food. Yeah. Um, so you know we just have to be conscious of not overeating, but also eating the right stuff that that also tastes pretty good. So. Um, so mentally then, is this where you thought you might be with a mental, like with the mental challenge of it all? Or do you think you're better than you were? Better, but in the last 10 minutes, it's not a fog. I think it's tiredness that I am, am, yeah, I I can feel it. I don't don't feel like I I could go, I had some... Some caffeine in liquid form, very small amount prior to the last run. Uh, I don't feel like I want to nod off, but I feel that I don't know if if you'd have asked me to fill some sort of test out two hours ago, I I'd probably been more successful than if I tried to fill it out now. I can feel some mental. It's like a fatigue. A fatigue, yeah, yeah. But it's not. I don't want to lie down and sleep. But yeah. I'm certainly feeling that. Don't ask me to do too much now. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going. It's not survival mode yet, but I reckon after the next one, what I could be looking at, oh, it's just one foot in front of the other. <laughs> yeah. So um, just as a timestamp, really, it's just after half past eight on Saturday evening. So we've got an hour and a half before we start run number five. Um, so it will be close to eleven by the time we get back. And I, I agree. I think we're going to be. We're obviously going to be tired from the run. We're going to be tired because of the time of the day. Yeah. Uh, the accumulated exhaustion that comes with it um the tiredness uh, sorry the hunger as well and we are in this little bit of hinterland i think where we're not quite certain whether we should actively say right i'm going to bed and go for a sleep or whether we know that we're probably not going to sleep so we'll just catnap and you know watch a film on the telly or or whatever so i think this is going to be a trial and error thing and whatever works there's probably a different way to do it but um we'll let you know on that because we'll record I, again towards the end i i feel for me it's probably going to be sofa based the yeah. dimming of the lights uh-huh. and volume sort of down and see what happens yeah i i, I doubt very much because i i will probably the way i'm feeling now i probably will rely on some caffeine prior to the next run yeah which will then probably lift me to a place that's not going to allow me to nod off to sleep. Anyone who listens to the podcast knows I'm not the best sleeper. 
Uh, so I think it's. I think I'm. I'll, I'll be catnapping at best till five in the morning, uh, and Fine. dealing with it. But I'm still smiling. I'm laughing. It's not. It's always nice to record. Um, it's going really well. Yeah. It's. I, I. We said me, you, and Suzanne, didn't we? You know, it, we were trying to gauge on that as we were coming up past Warmer Castle earlier. We were trying to gauge where we were at. Had we, had we set the bar? I, we knew the bar wasn't set too low, but were we feeling too good? I think I think I'm feeling probably roughly where I thought I'd feel. But yeah. if you'd asked me half an hour ago, I think I'd have been a bit more positive. A little a little mental fog has has just come in, but not in a downward. But just yeah, I think you described it as some. I assume it's fatigue. Yeah, no, yeah. undoubtedly it would be, and I think. Actually, it's probably a good reality check in that because I, I said it tongue in cheek when we were running. It's like, did we set the bar too low because we seem to be all right? Yeah. Like we seem to be better than maybe we thought we were. But we're getting to that point now where the fatigue is starting to hitting, and this is actually I'm laughing. I think because I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> the hysteria yeah. will not be far away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think this is a bit of a reality check that we're getting to that point where the tough stuff is going to happen to us. So two o'clock is now looking. Two o'clock is now, I'm now thinking is two o'clock. Because I've always said 10 o'clock was, from the start of this, 10 o'clock was my one to get over. Uh-huh. If I can get past 10, I should breeze too. But I'm now wondering if two is going to be the hang, hang on for dear life. Because we, if we, when we get to five, there's so much to, there's so much to hopefully enjoy, even through tired, delusional yeah, craziness. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a, that's a victory lap at five. It's two gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. God, what are we doing? Yeah, exactly. Because it's getting cold out there. It is. It's I cold. I hadn't noticed, but yeah, it's getting cold. <laughs> it's looking cold. Yeah. But yeah, loving it. Support's yeah. been great, hasn't it, Phil? Yeah. And that's what I was going to come on to. So, we've had support from, and we mentioned it a few minutes ago, but um, you're closer with the people that have actually come and done the run. So let's do a name check. We've mentioned Dean and we've mentioned his sister, Suzanne. Yeah. Um, we also need to give a big, big shout out for, uh, to John Boyd, who has done all the parenting <laughs> yes. in, in, for Suzanne to come and play, yeah. play running with us today. Boydy's learned to, Boydy's learned that the definition of being a father, it's only taken him five, six, seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Not my words. <laughs> <laughs> he won't listen to this, yeah. he's fine. Um, so who else has been with us? We had Sam Killip, uh, James Ellison, of course, David Gibb. Uh, we've described them as the the Kenyans, the... Uh, what else we call them? They're, the, they're the, the elite runners. They joined us on the first leg. We had some wonderful people on the walk, didn't we? My mum and your mum came along. Matt Ford, Gigsy Graham Royden. Alex, brother Alex came and walked and then he ran the following leg. We had Daughter Fallon, uh, Martin North, Richie Rich the Postman. Let's not forget anyone, Phil. No. Graham. Graham. No, not Graham then. I'm getting mixed up. Who? Don't worry. No, I think you've... you've yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nearly had some dead air then. Didn't no, we we, we did nearly had, We might need quite. to do some editing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, did we have everyone that... Yeah. I think that is everyone. Yeah, and we've... Yeah, John Bothwell's going to come out at the 10 o'clock one. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think I think just just like I said earlier on, just 
it's made an enormous difference. It's kind of given us a bit of variety yeah. uh, for the for the three of us that are running all of it. Just Matt Ford, did I mention Matt Ford? You Matt did, Matt, came, yeah. Matt, Matt Ford and his beautiful dog that rolled around in f- dead fish and Monty. then stank. The and I think it ate Dean shit from the swallow. <laughs> <laughs> did we mention Dean's had a poo? Two, two well, poos. Two poos. Dean, yeah. two poos, they now call it. Yeah. <laughs> On the run, yeah. So... Um, so that's the that's the kind of the physical in person support, but uh, we've also been blown away by the financial donations that have come in. Yeah. Um, so aspirationally, we kind of thought, you know, it's Christmas, it's cost of living, it's all of that other jazz, and you know, a lofty target of twelve hundred pounds was what we hoped. So one thousand two hundred pounds, we thought was probably within reach, but it might be, you know towards a ceiling of what we thought was going to uh going to get to but Stu, this is like a um a children in need uh roll of the numbers it's bad we are at what we are at two thousand five hundred and fifty five pounds but you can add a hundred and at least a hundred and fifty probably a hundred and eighty in cash donations i have received from the members at westgate and Birchington golf club my great auntie Nita, my auntie Cheryl, uh, and some other friends and family. So I would have said if you look at that two five five and add a hundred and eighty to it, two five five five. This is the bit where you you know where that fatigue yeah. um, and the max. <laughs> add a hundred to two five five is two six five five plus eighty is two seven three five. There we go. There we go. Man, man does mental arithmetic on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, there, that's... So I mean, right? Let's say twenty eight hundred pound, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Which is absolutely crazy for three plonkers, plonkers yeah. who don't really do running. One yeah. who does cycling, Phil, who's got back into running. Dean, who he may have mentioned, it does a London marathon, and I just plod round. To basically balance out the amount of pizza and ice cream I eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, but people have been really, really generous, and it's it's touching, and um, you know we're really grateful, and we're gonna we'll we'll announce we'll we'll make yeah. it clear at the um, on either another podcast or on this episode, but we'll make it clear where the money is going. But it's yeah. obviously cancer related charities as a result of all the or the as a result of the kind of. Stu and I's experience over the yeah. last three months. And we'd probably give a shout out to Sally Scoggins who came to join us for a cup of tea after she actually was offering some advice on our, our little Twitter live earlier. Sally is the wife of Dave Scoggins who passed earlier this year. He succumbed to pancreatic cancer, you know. After a very brave fight, uh, Dave was diagnosed during COVID and his treatment uh suffered i guess you'd say he yeah. he struggled um as everyone did we lost dave this year uh, he was a dear friend a dear friend i didn't spend enough time with but you never know how much time people have left um uh, so shout out to sally she came and had a cup of tea it was lovely to see her she couldn't join us on a run she would be an elite level runner phil is an right. elite level runner okay. but uh, she was unable to join us because or running for an injury but she's a wonderful woman dave was a wonderful man and certainly with these wonderful donations we will be able to support pancreatic cancer with a uh with a tidy donation yeah. as well yeah great okay well um we had no expectations about how long we were going to rabbit on for, but given that we were tired, I expected it was going to be short. But we've gone for almost twenty minutes, so Perfect. we'll um we'll we'll end it there. We'll drop some more voice memos as we as we go along after each of the final legs, and 
you know, I might even turn the uh, turn the voice memo on the phone when we're playing FIFA a bit later <laughs> on. You can hear all the swearing, and or if somebody has an argument with somebody else, then we'll we'll record that as well because that'd be funny to, to listen back to. <laughs> we'll get Dean on the we'll get Dean on a little pod like this as well. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, and yeah, the the rest of the podcast will follow this. Okay, we've got the gang together finally on a podcast. It is uh, ten part. Oh no, it's not. It's twenty three thirty nine on Saturday evening. Um, we've done leg five of seven. Leg which, fucking five. Leg fucking five, <laughs> which means we've done twenty miles today of uh, running and a little bit of walking. Um, and it's fair to say that the bubble has burst. <laughs> We're a little bit delirious uh, and tired, and um, yeah. So, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, mate? <laughs> I'm. I'm okay. Um, niggles are starting to get in, and I think it's it's tiredness now for me more than anything. I don't. I don't think. I, you know, I still think you know we're going to achieve it. We're going to get it done. It's just uh, like we were saying as we were coming back on the last on that last leg. Just stride seems to be a bit more lethargic, a little bit harder to strike the ground the way you maybe were mm. three runs before. It's just yeah, just tiredness is set really setting in. Can't wait for the two AM run. <laughs> <laughs> two AM does seem like a silly time to be running, um, but yeah, no, I agree. I had a couple of kind of stumbles while we were out running. Just my legs didn't seem to want to work in the way that they had been previously. Um, and like you say, tired and just this full body fatigue is just kind of setting in, isn't it? Yeah. Just uh, Stu, you seem to have a good sense of humour um, <laughs> at the moment. I have to say that um, you know we we were joined by uh, two two friends, which was which was great. But we also had a special guest that only Stu seemed to be able to speak to, who made a couple of appearances with Quadzilla the elephant. <laughs> with these yeah. Random noises that yeah. Stu was making <laughs> when his when his quads were hurting. Yeah, that was early <laughs> on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was painful to start with. Yeah, painful to get everything going. Yeah, yeah. I you, we were joined. Yeah, we were joined by John over there. John's here with, with us, and Axel came along. God knows how he got through that last one. He did, he did so well, though, didn't he? Because <laughs> yeah. he, he was in he was in agony before we left the end of the street. Yeah, yeah. Just just kept going. No, he's done well. He's done well. He's uh, thrown his uh, thrown his support in wholeheartedly. So uh, and it's yeah. Appreciated again. He's uh, he has a good sense of humour and a good good addition to morale and stuff. So, yeah, John, hello, come join us. So, John, you're uh, again you you fall into the elite category runner for yeah. uh, when well particularly when compared to the rest of us. So, uh, how did you find that on the? It's the first run with us today. How did you find that? Well, you see, I, I feel like I'm cheating a bit because you you guys are however many runs in, and I'm I'm. I'm joining in, sort of, I'm a part-timer, aren't I, really? So it wasn't bad, if, if I'm being honest, but yep. I haven't done those five previous runs, so, yeah. yeah. 
But um, but yeah, no, not 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 bad, not bad. I, th- I thought you actually had a reasonable pace to be to be fair. I thought it was going to be a bit by this point. It would be a bit slower than that. So not, not it bad. felt slow. It was about on my watch. It was about three minutes slower. So three minutes over four miles. It's not nothing. You know, not really. Yeah, but if you think original target was going to be eleven minute miles, yeah. we were still under that. Yeah, and that's and that's right. Leg five, run four. And we're yeah. still under the original target that we set as probably best effort. Yeah. Yeah. So exceeding expectations still. It, yes, we even, are. Even at this late stage. Can you feel the positivity? We can <laughs> feel the positivity. Um, so what thoughts ahead? Of, what are we going to do now? Because I, I think we've probably all worked out that we're not going to go and do the formal go-to-bed and actually try and sleep for three, four hours. We're, I think we're going to try and just kind of chill out on the sofa um, and just waste the time until two o'clock. Yeah. But what's the, uh, what is the grand plan? What is actually going to keep us occupied? I just don't think FIFA's going to do it, but we might try. We might try FIFA football, <laughs> okay. Um, we, could, we could put an inspirational movie on. Inspirational movie, yeah. Rocky Four. We can find... I've got Rocky on DVD, but they're probably in the loft. But we can find something like that, I think, will be the best play. Yeah. I think it's just trying to, at the minute, It, I think because obviously it's it's setting in a little bit now for everybody, it's just trying to just find anything we can just to keep a level of positivity. Because it would be easy at this point to let what has been a last leg, which was fairly difficult, just completely consume us and just <laughs> wipe us out. So whatever we can do to stay in a in a happy place... Is the in-betweeners on any pay TV or have they taken it all I off? think you can get it on, um, it's on all, all four. four. All four, okay. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm quite good at and I'll, nod, I'll just nod off on the sofa yeah. for an hour. Yeah. I mean, all, all the plans have kind of been blown out of the water because, you know, Mrs Butler was supposed to be out of the house tonight yeah. and, and it's not. So, you know, the porn stash that you had promised us uh, it's not going to be brought yeah. out, so uh, we're not. We're not going to. A little there. knock on the door at midnight to keep us all awake. He's not coming. <laughs> <Yeah. either>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to descend into some hysterical, delirious kind of rabbit hole of stupidity in a minute. So we'll kind of. We'll do that through. off air. We'll do that <laughs> off air. Yeah, but uh, no. Again, it's just good to keep um, keep updated. Um, the. Obviously, the time of night means that the donations are not rolling in, but um, people will hopefully see, um, you know, our successes when you wake up in the morning because we'll have uh, we'll have finished by the time most people are waking up. So um, hopefully um, we'll get some more donations in the morning and maybe even get close to a little bit closer to 3000. Crikey, that sounds mad, doesn't it? It does. That sounds absolutely mad. Thank you to everyone. And thank you to those guys who are still yet to donate. Thank you for your future donations. <laughs> and, and everybody that's turned up. Yes. You know, we've been we've been lucky enough, as Phil said, that so many people have given up their time to just plod mix along it, with we'll us. Just mix it, we'll just mix it up for us. Like you know, there's someone else to talk to. It's someone different to to have a chat with on you know on the on the way around. Otherwise, it could have got very mundane very very quickly yeah it's been good it has cool. right on that positive note well done Dean for bringing us back to that and we'll uh, <laughs> no I meant that I did actually mean it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so just one last thing what did you think of the walking leg 
I, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but it, it was the worst one. It, it, it just took... Well, the people who came along were wonderful. They were, they were wonderful, and it was nice that they all came. But for, for me personally, I absolutely despised it. Because it just absolutely ruined my legs. But no, I look forward to the, the, uh, the, the next walking leg. I haven't Excellent. even put right. more four on this. Um, so, leg five done. Um... Didn't feel too bad actually. The tiredness is kicking in a little bit. Um, been up all day, and obviously we've covered what twenty miles now. Um, ran with Killip. Was just felt quite comfortable. Um, let's see how the rest goes. Right, leg six. Just shit. Really, really shit. Um, Really tired. Didn't obviously didn't go to sleep or anything between the last one and this one. And yeah, just trying to get motivated to go and do it. It's just not good at all. Um, I don't think anybody spoke to each other for the whole leg. So I think everybody's in the same boat at the minute. But you know, keep pushing ourselves through. Keep trying. Um, yeah, we're gonna get there. And we did get there, and Dean offered up some thoughts uh, at the end of the final leg. That's it. We're done. I'm tired. My legs really hurt. Um, I need some sleep. Um, but proud of all the boys. Um, Stewie and Phil were both brilliant. Um, yeah, felt a little bit emotional on behalf of, you know... Well, for Stu and Phil, really, obviously, given the reasons that they're running and their recent losses, and it was a bit of a, an emotional finish. But oh god, I just need to go to bed. It was horrible. So that was that. That was seventeenth into the eighteenth of December. We're recording just in the new year, as we said at the beginning. Um, so it's given us about two weeks grace of uh, some reflection time, some recovery. We've certainly enjoyed our Christmases um, and New Year. Um, but I think <clears throat> the last formal recording we probably all did was, uh, Dean was better at recording than, than Stuart and I. I think when we got past 10 o'clock, we just had enough of kind of <laughs> just speaking more than anything else. Um, but uh, I guess let's open up, Stu, you first, because it was kind of, it was centred around kind of, your sobriety and celebrations in in that context but also kind of the importance of kind of some of the challenges that we'd seen from family and friends who had passed this year or last year now um so what are your what are your reflections looking back on it two weeks it gives it a bit bit of different perspective to kind of how you were at <laughs> six o'clock on that sunday morning which is quite <laughs> funny we will talk about that in a minute but um, yeah um, immensely, doing? immensely proud of what we achieved. And there's no I in running, is there? Well, there's an I in running, but there's no I in, in what we did. Uh, immensely proud and immensely grateful, actually, that so many people actually came along and sort of tagged along for the day. I mean, obviously, Dean's sister was there. We had Johnny Bothwell came along and ran the three nightmare legs with us. Axel came along and, and that sort of 
when he surprised us at 10 o'clock with that sort of came along, that was a little confidence boost. God knows how that boy got through that run because he hadn't, <laughs> he hadn't got to Kingsdown School, which is about 50 yards from my front door. And I think he was instantly regretting that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, proud. Um, I had about 48 hours um, after the run where I thought I might never want to do anything like that again. But then... Then the next day, I wouldn't have gone out and organised or, or necessarily planned for next year. But look, you know, I, I will do something like that again. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it to the point of when it, be, until it became not enjoyable, but we, but we cutsed it out and we'll talk about that. Um, uh, I am surprised that from my personal point of view, I am surprised that I got through those last couple of runs because as I can't remember if it's on the audio Phil or, or maybe we didn't record it but I was and it's sort of something we'll get to later the last couple of runs I was hoping someone else would stop so that I could not stop the running but stop and have a walk because I was I was pretty gone on the 2 a.m. run. I remember plodding along next to you, Phil, and it's not a nice thing to think, but in a sense, I was thinking, oh, if only Phil would stop, then I can stop and I won't feel too bad about it. But you kept plodding on and I kept plodding on and Dean was about 500 yards down the road on most of the runs, sort of without a head torch. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) proud is would be the word I'd use and just so, so grateful for the support from everyone uh, with donations and just support for the day. So they're my initial thoughts, Phil. Yep, perfect. And we'll we'll talk about donations again in a few minutes. Dean, just kind of again with then with you with the with the benefit of space from that uh, of of two weeks. Um, how are you? How is it sitting with you now? Yeah. I, I, first and foremost, I I agree with Stu. It's it's a pride thing more than anything because you set yourself something as much as you tell yourself over and over and over, you can do it. You, you've always got those little demons in the back of your head going, well, okay, well, it will it'll be all right for these three. And then the night time comes and you're like, Oh, 10 o'clock's a bit of a struggle. And then um, two o'clock comes and you're like, it was just, it's getting out. It was the whole motivating yourself enough to get your running gear back on. And obviously, because we were trying to be really strict with times and everything, having that, um, I don't want to use the word desire because there wasn't any there, but having the the mindset, you've just got to get out that door. Because I think we were quite good in that the minute we were out the door, it was mainly Stu just started running. And we were all kind of milling around, but as soon as we were at the door and Stu had come up his driveway, he just started, at which point we were all going, okay, we're going to go then. <laughs> and then once that started, it was it was okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll talk about individual legs, I'm sure, but it was, uh, yeah, pride. I think yeah, a surprise that we didn't have more problems than we did um, physically or mentally. Um, yeah, and again, very thankful of the amount of support that we had. Um, you know, Axel turning up, uh, Sam Killip turned up at, for the ten o'clock run out of absolutely nowhere. I've completely um, forgot about that. That's just yeah, a memory. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sammy. <laughs> and and again, but 
was just very, I think obviously because he'd done the first one, he came back at 10 p.m. And I, I ran with Sam on that particular leg and it just, he's just really encouraging going, you know, great stuff so far. Just keep going, keep going, asking about pace and things like that. Cause obviously he was leading off and yeah, just again, really thankful for everybody that mucked in for what you boys set up. And um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm sure I'll, I'll elaborate as we go on. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I, I kind of completely agree with, with all of that. I think the, uh, the, yeah, just a sense of achievement more than anything else. And I think actually the the whole, what you've just said, Stu, about, you know, if somebody was willing to stop, then we would have done some walking. I think if it was just the three of us at any point, there was a risk that might have happened. But yeah, we agree. didn't do a single run where it was just the three of us on our own. And yeah. I think that actually probably helped us that whether it was John in the middle of the night or that Suzanne pitching in for how many did she do five of the seven four of the seven she did, she did she did she did four of the six runs yeah yeah and then the walk yeah we had the walk as well um so yeah that just made a made a, a massive difference I think so um just uh we we've put it all over socials quite a bit but uh, I think it's just uh just capture it on on this recording just Stu the the final total was what it's just a, it's a shade over 3200 um I'm still it's I don't know if it's the new year or if it's just the GoFundMe it's trickling in and we had a couple of late donations but it's gonna be it's just gonna be a shade over 3200 quid that's awesome. So considering we'd set ourselves what we thought was quite a, a lofty target of £1,200, um, we've done, well, everybody else has done a, a remarkable job in supporting that financially. So, uh, yeah, very grateful for that. Um, and you've also kind of made it known where that money is going as well. So do you want to just uh, touch on that as well? Yeah. Um, so as as we as, as Phil suggested at the start of this pod, um, Sadly, Phil and myself lost our fathers in recent months. Um, so the majority of the donation is going to go to, in regard with regards to Phil, Phil's dad spent the last sort of part of his life in the Viking unit at QEQM. Um, so we're going to probably donate the best part of a thousand pounds to them. Uh, my father spent only the last 12 hours of his life at the Pilgrim's Hospice in Thanet, which is basically attached to QEQM as well. Um, but he, 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 it was a bit more than that 12 hours, really, because it, there was sort of the people from the Pilgrim's Hospice had done a lot with Dad in the build-up. You know, he may have ended up in there for a bit longer. Conceivably, he could have gone gone there a bit earlier. Um, and they, they were brilliant. Um, and then uh, we're going to donate the best part of a £1,000 to them and then... The, the remaining thousand pounds will go towards pancreatic cancer, sort of in memory of a good friend of mine, Dave Scoggins, who we lost uh, early in 2022. Both of his children are running the London Marathon this year, uh, raising money for pancreatic cancer. So I think it's got a certain sort of thing about it that we'll donate some of our money raised for running to go towards their fundraisers to the London Marathon in support of pancreatic cancer. And we, I have already donated a hundred pounds to 
the fund that was created for Ashley Breeze, a, a local guy who I wouldn't say he was a friend of mine, but I knew him. People around Deal knew him. Um, he sadly is a year younger than us three. Uh, passed away after a very, very short battle with cancer, a matter of five or six weeks, uh, late in 2022. So we donated uh, £100 towards uh, a fundraiser that's been set up in his honour as well. So that's where uh, that's where the 32, there'll be, anyone who's doing the maths, there'll be about a £100. Um, so whether we leave that um, in the bank for something that comes up in the near future, or we just split it across the three and we do a thousand and thirty to three causes. Um, but yeah. we'll discuss that off air, I'm sure, Phil. <clears throat> yep. Yep, definitely. So yeah, big total, really proud of that as well, as as much as the running. So let's get back into um into the, what we've heard in terms of the, the the recordings that everybody else has just listened to and just some reflections on that and also just kind of touch on any of the anything that you want to bring out from um the previous uh well from from the actual running of the legs themselves um i have to say i in editing it i found it hilarious that we were full of the joys at six in the morning we were like yeah let's go big adventure and then listening to us at 10 o'clock at night that bubble had well and truly burst you could hear it in our voices there was no energy there was no enthusiasm we had just kind of we we were beyond the having fun we were this had just it become a job almost didn't it a job that we didn't really like yeah um <clears throat> so i i found found that quite funny in in listening to those i i also really enjoyed listening to the individual reflections after the event just kind of um uh D dean always starting off with okay it's dean actually just recording those away from each other not to have any level of um space to say anything that wouldn't be you wouldn't say to each other's faces but just kind of just have that time and uh space to kind of formulate what it is that you want to say uh, that was actually quite interesting, quite funny, just what was motivating each of us individually, what we found good or hard. I mean, Dean, I, I don't know if anybody else got the got the message, but you didn't quite enjoy the walk. Oh, um, honestly, you, you, you're you going to start me off. That was that was all that was awful. There was, you know, there was I, did, I didn't find it. I didn't find it that bad at all. I mean, it was obviously longer than the runs. So there was less recovery time. But I was like, you know, I was, my mum was there, so I had a good walk with her. I had a good catch yeah, up with Matt the, Yeah, the company was great. I mean, I was, I was speaking to um, Northy and Richie Rich for the majority of it. So the company side of things was really nice. It was just everybody, you know, we'd already listened to Dan's podcast with James Quigley. And the constant message there was, you know, recovery, 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 refuel, refuel, refuel. Um, something that obviously Gibby and Ellis and Killip had reiterated as well. And I'm thinking we've done that first run, we've got that one at six o'clock out of the way, and then we've gone on what what felt like a nine hour hike. <laughs> and it was just like this isn't we we've still got five runs to go. This is this is absolute madness. And obviously I I understand why why we did it and everything like that. It's just 
that was the one for me, other than ones that we'll <laughs> there was one other one that I'm sure we'll discuss but that that was that was horrific I've got obviously because obviously the setup where we were earlier obviously I was going home in between my, my legs were in bits after that walk I just just felt really tired and just thought we've you know we've now got to run in pretty much an hour and a half where we've got to, we've got to do the do a circuit again and my legs felt like they'd they'd already been exhausted and I know that sounds silly because we'd only done one run prior but it just because it was it was really cold I, I felt like I couldn't get warm on that walk and it just it just kept going and then obviously you get to the point where we turned around and I was like, oh God, if I could just get in a car now, I would. <laughs> I was yeah. just fed up. I was fed up. And it was, it was only, I, I can't I've, remember. It must have been half 11 or something. Yeah, no, I've got to say, you, you probably, uh, some discipline from you there, because if you if you were feeling that bad, how you didn't go, run up to everybody going, come on, we've got, to, we've got to get on with this again in an hour and a half. Yeah, move on. <laughs> Taking your leisurely walk. Stu's daughter there with her little legs and her scooter. Come on, dude. I did. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I did say a couple of times, I think to, I think to Richard Northy, actually, I kept going, oh, we're going to have to up the pace here. We've got no time. We've got, we've got, we've got no time to recover. And then I, obviously you were then, you obviously then stopped with your mum for a bit and then yeah. Stu's turned around to go back and get you. And, I'm rolling my eyes going, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had to do that because I was all a little bit of a tizzy because my, my Strava had paused itself for about two minutes. So I was, I was all concerned that blooming I had. So I, that's why I was running up and down the promenade because I needed to, I know I could, I know you could have added me to runs, but I wanted my Strava on yeah. my phone to tick over four miles. each. So, so I was going, the first like couple of miles, I was like, oh no, how am I going to do this? And then, um, but yeah. Uh, but you, you say that though, actually, that, that, that happened to a few of us on some of the runs, which again, I think like, what Phil was saying was a great credit, especially later on in the evening. That whole watch thing where not, not everyone is a completely synced distance wise with each other's. I mean, I remember there was a couple of runs, even the last run, yours has gone, okay, you've finished. And me and Phil are doing another 300, 400 yards down the road because we were going, well, I want to get it. Yeah. I want to make sure I get it. And that was it, was, it was the same for people through the night. We, we all kept going, well, I want to get it. And it would have been easy to go, Oh, if yours has clicked, that's enough for me. Add me to yours. I'm not doing any more. But I, I, I was, I was quite impressed at everyone's desire to make sure that every single um, phase or leg of the the event, we'd all counted for all of it, rather than you know three point nine miles. We'd gone. We're not having that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm intrigued because you said that apart from the walk, there was another one that you absolutely hated. What was the other one? Two o'clock in the morning was a very dark moment, not just because of the the time of day, but it was, I, I, I said, I think I said on one of the sound bites that we sent in, we didn't speak. And I think morale up until that point had been high enough that we were all keeping each other going and having conversations along the way and asking how each other were and everything like that, just to help you get through and to break up the monotony of the run. And the two o'clock run, there was no conversation. There was nothing. 
and two o'clock obviously... up the back roads to towards St Margaret's. Yeah, where we got to the the bollard, your friend. I didn't speak to. I ran behind on Phil's shoulder for most of that run, and I don't think I said two words to him. Yeah, it was, it was the same. So John, John was um, John obviously set the pace, and I was I was just following his heel. That's all I was doing, just following his heel, just thinking, as long as you keep moving, I'll keep moving. As long as I keep moving, these boys will keep moving. And like, you know, whereas um, you both alluded to earlier, wanting to walk at that point, that's that was probably halfway through that was when I wanted to, um, I really wanted, was hoping that one of you were going to go, oh, I've, I've got an injury, can we walk? Because <laughs> I'd had enough. But John kept going, which kept him moving but it was just it was completely different to every other run because obviously the ones before that where we'd had regular company and it wasn't so we say an abnormal time of the day I think we coped really well with but that one was horrible yeah um I'm gonna guess at what you had said but um I actually didn't hear most of that I disconnected and then came back again but um 2am awful yeah, 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 that covered it, mate. <laughs> yeah, sitting on sitting on shoulders, not much talking going on. That's what we were saying. No, that's, that's what I was going to say. That just before I disconnected, actually, was I tried to start a conversation with Stu because it was the first run after midnight, and actually we had um, failed to acknowledge at midnight <laughs> while we were in the house that it was five years and go Stu and all the rest of it. So we were on that lane. Were we watching like, the in between us then? We were watching the in between. Yeah, we were. Tickled our infantile kind of humor but um yeah i remember saying to you oh Stu, well done mate it's kind of like five years and you went yep yeah oh we'll just um i don't know if phil's jumped out there let's keep the audio running dean so yeah they that... they've got different wi-fi in wales <laughs> 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 Yeah, so that, I mean, that, that two o'clock leg was an absolute, I know from my point of view uh, that, yeah, I, and I guess that is probably down to, that must be a sleep thing, because I don't know, I had, I didn't sleep, I don't think any of us slept up to then, you didn't sneak any sleep in, did you? No, I, I don't none, think no. we'd even, I think we probably knew we should, um, we knew we should between, um 10 and 2 but we didn't um I think there was all there was always that panic as well I think a lot of us were kind of thinking we knew after the 10 o'clock run that that's when the tiredness was really going to kick in because you know we would all be usually going to bed around that time so everyone was already knackered because of what they were you know what we'd completed so far and I I was I was subconsciously thinking if I fall asleep what happens if I don't wake up for the two o'clock run? That's everything that we've done so far is, is ruined. So I was thinking, well, if no one else stays up, I'll stay up. And I'm sure everybody else was kind of thinking similar. And then obviously when it then got to 20 to two and we're going, right, let's get our gear on. I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake. Did you, was that, did, did you go upstairs and shut? Did you go upstairs for 10 minutes before that, Phil? Or was that the last one? No, because we slept before the last one, didn't we? Yeah, no, I think I'd gone upstairs to get changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but I think that was my biggest mistake is that I should have tried to get a bit of, bit of sleep yeah. between ten or between getting back at around eleven and starting again at two. 
we I think we'd had this kind of like I think every time we got back from a run we were like full of energy but it didn't take long for the energy to go very quickly yeah. but yeah after the 10 o'clock run so we got back around about 11 get out of your clothes yeah we'll have a bit of food bit of fluid and then we put in between us on and we were all giggling and having a bit of a laugh at that and then all of a sudden it was just like the batteries had been drained with me I went Ooh. and about half past 12 it was too late to go for a sleep at that point and I was yeah. like oh, fuck this one up um <laughs> so but yeah anyway um that was good um either of you have a favorite leg I think uh, what other than the last one <laughs> I can't they're all they're all it's I the last the last three are are not a hate well the last two are certainly just a, I can't really remember much about them 10 o'clock I'd forgotten that Sammy Killip came along and Alex was with us um so was it the one before that where Suzanne was with us and we was that the one Phil when me you and Suzanne had the chat about coming along past Warble Castle if we'd made it too easy for ourselves. I quite enjoyed that little, that little bit. That was quite a good when, when we sort of said, you know, I think it was you, Phil, or, you know, if we set, did we, if we set the bar right, is this, are we doing too well? Cause I was there. And then yeah. I was like, I think it's about right, but I don't feel completely knackered. I feel like I've got a little bit left. Um, and then that, that was quite a nice one. And I think we, um, or was that no? That's when Sam and Dean were further down. Yeah, the line, Mike, I'm I'm with you. I ten ten o'clock run was probably my favourite. Oh, was that the ten o'clock run? I yeah, remember. yeah, because that's when yeah Sam Sam turned up and we didn't know he was coming, did we? And he was because um, Ak Axel was with us, wasn't he? At ten as well. Yeah, yeah, and. And John, John was with us at ten as well, wasn't he? That's when he made yeah. his debut. Was he? I don't. Well, I don't. Was I don't think was Wu with us at ten? Did Sam, was Sam definitely ten? Yeah, yeah he, he was. Three, didn't he? he? Did ten, two, and five? Yeah, because yeah. he because he said, um, you know, he didn't he didn't do five. He, he didn't do the five a.m. one because he because <laughs> he ran at ten, and then said. Well, I'll probably see you in the morning when I'm on my way to work. And he was on about he was going to be picking Gibby up. So the last run, because obviously the route we were going, they said, "Oh, he's going yeah. to probably see you." I definitely ran with Sam at ten. Yeah, yeah, fine, yeah. And that was that was that was that was my that was my favourite one. But just because it's nice when you you know you weren't expecting to see him, and then it's another person there, and because you haven't got the expectation that, that person's going to be there. There's that little bit of excitement going. Oh, we could <laughs> we could insert uh, an in between us running friends joke here, Phil. If we were any good, yeah, at you can, if you want if you want to, that's fine. I don't mind. He would he would he, he would he would embrace it. He was he was talking about live golf all the way round. It was great. <laughs> no, I think, but it was. I think in the the time, it was. It sounds a bit silly, but yeah, the run. But I think that time sort of in between in between the six and the ten run and then between the ten and the two was quite a good laugh actually even though we were yeah. good um it sort it took me back to I don't want to say the club cooks and days protecting the uni <laughs> days sort of dickheads sitting in the living room there was no beer being consumed but just sitting around not for I mean we were we were 
almost drunk on running in that later one, weren't we? Or just um, yeah. But it was yeah. Drunk on the dodgy little version of Lucas Aid Sport or whatever it was you had bought. So, uh, what was Luca? What was it called? Powerade or Lucas Power? Or I, I didn't. I didn't mind that one, but that Rubicon drink went through me earlier in the afternoon. Oof. Rubicon Raw. Yeah. Oof. I mean, we could talk about. <laughs> we don't. We, we don't talk, need to. Could talk about fueling and and everything. <laughs> did we get that right? Because I know for a fact that I, any game plan that I had just went completely to pot, and I had the. Not the runs, but my stomach wasn't particularly good for the second sort of half of the the last three runs. I didn't have to do any pit stops like Dino, but um, and I think that's down to well, I just didn't, I didn't heed any advice. I didn't eat green vegetables. I didn't eat proper chicken. I didn't drink water. I drank cans of energy drink, pizza. The chicken we did eat was in deep fried form. <laughs> Yeah. I just I I try to I try to pick up do you know weirdly where you get tired and you think you know you have the best intentions of of refueling and we spoke about it before we did it that you know it was really good it's gonna be really important and blah blah blah. My mind kept going to random conversations I've had with people like it, it was um, after the two o'clock run, it was just before we went out at five, for some odd reason, um so, uh, a conversation I'd had with uh, Ellis came to me about when he did the um the like the super long one from Folkestone I can't remember what it was it was like an Ironman run or something it was like you know 40 odd miles I can't remember the exact and he and I remember him telling me about um ready salted crisps and the ready salted crisps gave him this really big boost so madly at like quarter to five I'm in your kitchen (laughs) Smashing all the Pringles, thinking, That's where they went. Through, yeah, this will get me through this next one. <laughs> <laughs> but other, other than that, I don't think I really ate. Yeah, but I reckon he could have told you anything at that time in the morning, like how many bits of Lego you can stick up your bum will, uh, will help you get around. You could have just kind of, yeah, that would have been fine. It would have come out of his bum halfway around. <laughs> <laughs> like after the pit stops, I'd had it felt like there'd been some up there. So. <laughs> Did Phil? Did you have a favourite leg? Uh, yeah, I think I did. I think uh, I think the the two pm one. That so that you. I think you remembered rightly with. So I'd run that all with Suzanne, and so I had not seen Suzanne for about 15, 18 years. Um, so it was really, really nice to kind of catch up. Um, talk about and well we had some quite you know for somebody that I'd not seen in such a long time we had some quite in-depth chats about mental health and the challenges of being parents and just all of that sort of stuff and it was like it, it really passed the time but it was nice just to be able to pick up where where we'd left off kind of years and years ago and then kind of the famous last words as we were running those last couple of hundred meters of we might have set the bar a bit low here, Stu. This seems all right. <laughs> and then lo and behold, it got a lot harder later on. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed that one. That was good. Um, so, yeah, the... Um, oh, what was going to say? You, you were asked about favourite legs. Yeah, no, and I just gave the answer. Were you not listening? <laughs> I was tr- hold on a minute. I was trying to take you back so that you could do the whole memory thing and go, that's what okay. triggered that fine. thought. Okay, fine. Um 
I was actually going to say about the one thing that we hadn't mentioned in terms of how challenging it was, um, was Stu decided he was going to COVID test himself on Sunday afternoon after it had all finished and he was positive. I wasn't going to bring it up, but, but do you know what? Um, it made me think that, so that, that two, it was the two, the two AM run because I'd been, I'd been struggling a bit on the 10 just with, with my breathing a little bit, just almost felt like I couldn't catch my breath. So then like a bit of a tosser, just before we went on that 2 a.m. run, I had a big can of energy drink and four paracetamols. And we set off <laughs> on that 2 p.m. run and my breathing and heart rate was all over, literally the first couple of hundred meters. And I thought, oh, if I'm going to die, I'm just going to die back here and not going to worry. But I didn't want to say anything. But in my head, I was thinking there is something... I've done something to myself. So you've done it against you. You've what too much caffeine or too many. I've, and, and then when I done the COVID test, I was a bit relieved in a sense, because I think that's probably why my, my lungs weren't quite, but if, but in my head, I was for, I was just like this because I've my breath, we were going at my normal pace. So it's not like we were going quicker. So I, I couldn't work out in my head why I couldn't catch my breath and my breathing was all over the shop. Um, yeah. And yeah, then it turns out I'd probably be doing a bit of it with the old COVID, but um, we got through yeah. it. Got through it. And I don't think anybody else tested positive afterwards. So Johnny, uh, Johnny did. Oh, did he? Oh no. And Alex. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was all right. In fact, I was all right. And I was sat next to you for about four hours. And uh, yeah, you, you, yeah, you were, yeah. probably should have got it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Um, right. Conscious of the fact that anybody that has decided to listen to this podcast has listened to us ramble at the beginning, listened to all our ramblings all the way through, and now we're rambling again, reliving what they've yeah. already listened to. Um, so anything that we've missed that anybody wanted to touch on before we before we wrap up? I, I tell you what, 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 you know, you asked about legs and things like that. Turning that corner on Boundary Road on that last run, when you knew you were like 300 yards from the finish and seeing Stu's family there was, was a bit of a moment. I think because of obviously, you know, why you were doing it. And obviously, you know, me personally, I was, I was running specifically to support Stu, you know, and obviously then it becomes more than that because of obviously what you both have been through the last couple of months and then having, but like I say, then having that, having, seeing how much obviously, Stu meant to his family and everything like that and how big it was an achievement that they thought it was for him and everything like that. As we turned that corner, you know, not, not getting emotional, but it was, it was, you know, it was a bit of a moment and you were like, Oh God. So I'm glad obviously my watch hadn't gone so I could compose myself as I carried on 400 yards past everyone. Was that, was that the moment that um, someone tried to cross the finishing line before me? That was me. Uh, no, hold on. No, that was I didn't. I didn't realise there was the. I didn't realise there was the finishing tape. Neither and did I. No, so I was I was running, and then I then I realised what it was. I thought I can't cross this first, so I've looped around so that you could go through. And then I thought, well, I'll have to run off now anyway because I've got to finish. Yeah, wipe that tear away. Um, so the uh, for anybody that's listening that hadn't seen the videos on on Facebook, so. 
as we as we were finishing, it was about quarter to six in the morning. Stu's wife, uh, youngest brother, and his mum had uh, put together a little kind of finishing tape uh, across the road. Uh, Alex had stood there quarter to six in the morning with a massive <laughs> popper that went bang. At <laughs> so somebody would have been woken up thinking, oh my God, where are we? We're in Ukraine. Um, there go. This is Kingsdown. It's not the North End. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it, you're right, though, Dean. It, it was really sweet, and I think it did mark the occasion that, and, and it's not, it wasn't about the run. It was about the sobriety as well. Just kind of, yeah, which Stu's achieved in the last five years, not in the 24 hours before that, uh, or not just in the 24 hours before that. So, yeah, no, it's a bit a big moment. And you're right, it was kind of, it was, it was lovely from them. So, yeah, no, really good. Um, Shu, was there something that we hadn't touched on that you wanted to pick up on? Um, I don't think so. Do you know? No. Um, there's so much we could talk about and there's something we could maybe talk about just in podcasts in the future. But in, with regards to the now, I think we've we've covered everything. Um, yeah, we have covered that final, that, that final run. Uh, there's so much I could say about what we could have done better, but I think that's half of the experience. I do know... Yeah. If we do something like this again going forward, there will there will be certain things that I do a bit differently. Um, but no, it was it was a wonderful experience. It was at, at times it wasn't a wonderful experience, but at no point did I ever not want to be doing it. Even those times where I have where I, I'd be brutally honest, I was just praying for someone else to just have a walk so that I could. But then the great thing is that no one did, and I managed to keep going. Um, and we all managed to keep going. Um, I am, I am a bit surprised, uh, you know, just from myself and how bad I felt a couple of times that it's not cracking is it the, the right word, but that I managed to keep going and that I'll be honest that everyone did, because I think to get those, the three of us, plus everyone who supported us to sort of turn up and, and just plod through every single sort of leg that people had committed to. It was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. No, yeah, I agree. Completely agree. Um, I have to, I do have to share the story that you had me giggling when I, when I left your house after the, after the five o'clock run. So back to yours about six ish, we'd had a bit of a, a chat and a cup of tea, but you were not in the mood for people. I don't, I don't think we <laughs> talked about this before you came on air. I don't remember. <laughs> You were hilarious. You were like, do what you want. I'm going to bed. And it was pretty much like, have you finished that cup of tea? Because I'm going to bed. <laughs> All right, mate. It's been lovely. Well, that's just, that's just me when I have guests at home anyway. Very <laughs> good. Now, the other thing that's kind of surprised me is that I've not been put off running. I'm running more now or as much now as I was in training. So, um, yeah, you're a new pair of shoes and yeah, I'm enjoying it still. Yeah, your, your Strava is motivating me, you bastard. I look at that and think I best get out there. But yeah, but my, my Strava over Christmas has been there just to support the uh, the calorie intake over Christmas. So nice. yeah, but anyway, so <clears throat> we did say that we'll uh, we'll try and wrap up before we wrap it on way too long. It's probably your first ever two hour podcast episode. So, <laughs> but there we go. Listen to it in installments. Um, really good to see you both guys uh, on screen. Um, we will continue to catch up on our little WhatsApp group, of course. Um, 
and then maybe we'll start putting our heads together for what 2023 looks like in terms of podcasts and maybe some challenges or anything like that for the future. I'm, but I am definitely up for something. Yeah. Look yeah, this this will backfire, but I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, um, let's stop it there then, guys. And uh, yeah, take care, everybody that's been listening. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everyone. Hey everyone, it's Stu here, and as I am putting together the final edit for this podcast, I am fortunate enough to be able to sneak this little snippet in. Thank you so much for listening. All I wanted to pop on here is say thank you so much to Phil and Dean for their amazing support. Thank you to everyone who came along for the walk. Thank you to everyone who supported us on the run. And of course, thank you to everyone who made wonderful donations. It's all going towards a great cause. I thought it would be amusing to add this final four seconds to the end of the pod, something I recorded at the end. I don't know if I post it to social media. I might have, but it might make you laugh. Thanks, guys. It's finished. Thank fuck.